Are you ready to take action to attain the lifestyle of your dreams? It's a great way to make a lot of money fast, fast, fast. Hey, welcome back to the Clever Investor Show. Sperber here. Today we got somebody that really needs no introduction. Uh, he's a trillionaire in the making. He's one of the baddest mofo real estate investors on planet Earth. And uh, he's my uncle. In fact, he's everybody's uncle. We're talking about Grant Cardone in the house. Thank you, Cody. Appreciate you, man. Man, I've been waiting for this. Let's go, man. We for, shouldn't have waited. For years. We shouldn't have waited. For years. Um, look, we're here in your studio. We kind of took it over. I, got, I get one hour in the 10X studios with Mr. Cardone. And you in. deserve it, by the way. Okay, Because I, I love everything that you're doing, the advice that you're giving people. You're giving people like a direction or a place to go where they can, you know, there's, it's like I was saying to you right before this, you know, there's a lot of bullshitters on the internet. You can't, you cannot, you can't bullshit. Like real estate has an address. Mm. Anybody that won't give you an address is a bullshitter. So like anybody can say anything they want. You can do fillers and you can do filters and you can do whatever you want. Real estate, bro, it's like 1123. Bang, there's the street. Uh, That's how big it is. There's a deed, a title, there's a record. Like it's all real, man. Real recognizes real. You know, we're, we're, we're out here just collecting addresses. Yeah. And so, exactly. um, look, this show's all about making money, having fun, obviously teaching people how to break free using real estate as a vehicle or any investing advice, really just financial literacy, just to make sure people yeah. start thinking bigger, um, which is obviously the 10X brand, yeah. thinking big always. Um, and every time I'm around you, uh, I'm always inspired to, well, thank to you. you know, you, you get kind of pissed off at yourself and you're like, why the fuck am I in single family right now? Uh-huh. I got I got to step that, my game up. Well, you know, it's it was the path for me that I was able to get into because I'm Phoenix, right. Arizona. Everybody right. that I was near was in the house business. Right, right. Um, and you started with houses. I hear you say all the time, like, don't do houses. But you started no, 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 but, with but, houses. But people people take one clip, right? So what I say is, and and I bought homes. I bought a single family home. First deal I ever did, 28 years old. Put three grand down, thirty-five hundred bucks. Bought a seventy-eight thousand dollars home. Thirty days later, I bought a second one. Like I don't, I don't take long to get it. Like I bought one, boom. Thirty days later, I bought a second one. Moved out of the first one, moved into the second one. You know the game. Yep. And then, and then, and then they moved out. People moved out of the first one, and I was like, okay, I don't like that. I don't like it when they move out. I like it when they move in, and I like it when they pay. Right. And so then I started studying. I said, there's something about this game I don't know because all of a sudden I went from happy to like, you know, I'm negative. Negative being negative cash flow. You know, yeah. and negative cash flow makes you negative. And if you're positive when you get negative cash flow, then you, you got a psychological breakdown because you shouldn't be positive if you're negative, right? So what happened was I started studying uh, these guys like Sam Zell, and I started uh, the biggest, the biggest of the biggest. Okay, not in, these aren't Instagram uh, famous people; these are big players. I studied uh, the guy out of Orange County, uh, Brent Donald Brent. He's the largest landowner in America. These guys all had one thing in common, dude. They they weren't buying single family. They were either building massive communities out single family homes, or they were building multifamily, or they were buying somebody else's multifamily and holding it for long periods of time. So that's why my, my first real, real deal was a deal that made me $5 million. And it was a 48-unit thir- deal in Vista, Cal- uh, California. I was in it 37 months. I put, um, like, I had three hundred fifty grand in it. Most of it wasn't mine. And I walked away a multimillionaire. 
I didn't do that with the two single families. So when I tell people don't buy a single family, man, I just bought two of them. Just because I say don't do it, you got to see where I'm, what I'm saying. Like I'm saying if you're on the come up, people shouldn't go out and buy houses. And everybody that collects single family or flips, they end up wanting to do what I do anyway. 100%. So, so I, I'm not trashing on anybody. Buy real estate. My thing period. wasn't necessarily, I wasn't even trying to own real estate. In the beginning, I was just trying to make money yeah. from yeah, real too, estate too, as a vehicle. Too, so it was more like, for my mindset, it was like, how do I flip something? Yeah, I was doing exactly and, and just get, get paid. Because you you probably like me, I, w- I was trying to make money. Bro. I wasn't it. thinking about wealth. I, I, was, was, I was actually desperate. I was, I was thinking about how do I get another 200 bucks a month? That's it. That's it. Well, And that I, first real estate deal I did, Cody, that was the most important real estate deal I ever did. And I would tell everybody, the first deal you do is the most important deal you will ever do in your career because it will determine whether you do a second deal or a third deal. And the first deal, like if I could go back and do everything again, I would not look for a deal. If it, did, if it couldn't make me a million dollars, I would not do that deal today. I would tell everybody, your first deal should change your life. All right, should put you so on let's a, think about that. Yeah. You're, 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 you're watching this and you're like, I don't know anything about real estate. I don't have any connections. I'm not licensed. I don't even know if I need to be. I don't know I don't, any successful don't, people in my I life. Have I have no money. I have no background. I have no connections. Yeah. But I hear Grant Cardone saying, go do a deal that's going to make you the biggest amount of money as humanly possible. Yeah. Easier that, to make a million dollars with no knowledge in real estate than to make a million dollars from a job. You show me somebody that's making a million dollars from a job. I don't give a shit how good they are. You got NFL players that don't make a million dollars a year. They spent the last freaking 12, 13 years of their life just getting into the NFL. They got some lucky break to get in the NFL, and those guys are paid 500 grand a year. You have better chance of making a million dollars on your first real estate deal than you do getting in the NFL, the NBA, winning the lottery. Uh, it's, hard, it's, hard, it's harder to get your, your wife pregnant and have a baby today. Well, I got a, I got a then, strategy then make, for that. You yeah. grab the legs and you shake like that upside down, and it happens every time. Both kids. Really? I swear to God, it's a true Dude, story. Because it took us, we, we, we probably tried for three years to have Sabrina. <laughs> really? Yeah. It was, the first one was hard. The second one was very easy. But the first real estate deal was easy, but it was hard to make money on. Mm. So what I tell people is like, man, if it's easy to get, it's probably going to be hard to get rid of. It's like an STD. <laughs> You know, they're easy to get, bro. They're hard to get rid of. So easy real estate is hard to get rid of. Hard, harder so, so to get why, rid of. So, so I'm sitting and this is yeah. where I was driving towards. It's like, so I'm sitting there. I don't have any resources or connections. Yeah. Houses are n- not scary, yeah. right? Re- yeah. Commercial's scary. No, no, so no. Talk, it's not, dude. Talk it's people not. through it's, that. It's easier. So, okay, so you got a single family home. You got one house over here. And, you know, Brenda is going to love the house. You're like your sister-in-law. Oh, my God, this kitchen's fantastic. Then over here, you got 32 of these little houses that are all glued together. First of all, you need, I need less of a credit score on these 32 than I need to buy this house. This house, the single family house that you're going to flip to Brenda. First of all, you got to hope that Brenda can even qualify for the loan, which she probably doesn't do now. You got you to hope that she's got a 20% down payment. She probably doesn't have that right now because of the economy. And you got to hope that Brenda loves the place. I mean, you got to have get three things really right. Economy, her income, her job, and then she's got to love the asset. Okay? Now, opposed to the 32. The 32 units, you know that they don't look at my credit score on any of these deals. What they look at is the asset quality. The asset is the way to build your credit score up. 
to a point to where like, I don't even care about your credit score. By the way, you could have a, you could have never paid anybody back in your entire life and still get a loan on that deal. That won't happen on that house. Why? Because they're looking at the asset class. Now, the other question is, I don't have the credit. The way, the way to build a network and a credit score is through an asset. It is not through what people are being told on the internet. Work harder, save money, save for a rainy day, improve your credit score. Own assets, okay? The deal is what attracts the credit. And the deal, the right deals attract the money. Great deals always attract money and always attract debt. One single family house that can only attract Brenda. I got to get this one Brenda. It's like getting pregnant. Like literally the sperm has to find the egg and it's got to go through this freaking, it's a million, like it's a million and one. Same thing with selling one house and making a little bit of money. And it was easy two years ago. Now it's going to become impossible. Yeah. So this 32 homes, bro, I would just take for every single deal you do, Cody, I would say, hey, for less effort, you could, you could 32X your portfolio. It took me six years of doing single family before I woke up. Yeah. Six years. Because, because you're making money with it. It's, I was it's, doing well. I became a millionaire. Everything was yeah, going. Yeah. Until it wasn't. Yeah. Or until, yeah. like you said, you know, the, like right now with interest rates and the economy shifting, single family. I, I have 20 new builds going right now, Grant. Uh-huh. 20 new builds. B- b- new build means what? So I, I, I buy old houses uh-huh. in a very specific zip code, tear them down and rebuild yeah. from the ground up two, $3 million homes. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a builder. I'm okay. a developer. Got it, got it, got I got, I'm a builder. I own title companies, I own lending companies. I own all these different yeah. tranches. All, I like verticalize my business, but right, right. it took me six years of just flipping houses, wholesaling houses, and eventually I started building a rental portfolio, but in the house business. Uh-huh. Then it goes vacant. Then it sits there for two months. Then right. I finally get somebody else right, in right. there. And like, that, that was stressful before my mentor because my small thinking was, how am I going to go do a 50-unit, 100-unit apartment complex? That's, that's scary to me. And I didn't think I had the credit. I didn't think right, I had the knowledge. Right, right, I didn't think right. I had whatever. Well, because nobody pro- promotes this. The CNBC never talks about this as a way to make money because they're, they're Wall Street's bitch. They're prostatizing Wall Street. They're pushing Wall Street every day. Oh, invest in this company. Invest in Dude, my, my Cardone Capital pays a greater dividend than Bank of America. Like, it's crazy. But Bank of America is this glorified company. Apple Computer pays no dividend at all. You and I, how would you and I even know this exists when every day we're basically sold this American dream, own a home, blah, blah, blah. So that's why you probably went down that. And that's why I did it. And, and, and eventually, you do wake up when you're in the space long enough where you're like, I'm working my butt off. Stressed out. S- stressed out all the time. Yeah. Same amount of energy as you, except yeah. for you're going exponential growth and I'm incremental growth. At, well, you, know, you got buildings, you got permits, yeah. you got regulations, you got employees, you got cost of materials. 20 Two, houses right now, and I'm yeah. scared to death. I got 30 million floating. Yeah. I'm scared to death. Bro, and, I don't and, know how you do it. Like, I, I, what you're doing is so complicated compared to what I'm doing. I have one thing to figure out is it a great asset? It's already full. I have cash flow. Like I close in January, I have cash flow in February. Like I have no stress. Even when the economy starts imploding and all the bad news and the headlines and shit, it's got to be terrifying you right now. Like, well, am I going well, to I mean, I'm, I mean, I mean I'm, I, nobody I, likes it, right? Yeah, no, it's awful. But, but I know, yeah, okay, I'm not selling any of my stuff anyway. The rents are still going to be there. And by the way, when people can't buy homes because of interest rates, what do they have to do? 
And so I'm like, hey, I got- Well, my first first big deal was an 89-unit apartment building. Uh And my play was, I don't know what to do with this, but I found the opportunity. I brought it to a guy like you. I brought it to somebody who was very experienced because I had to borrow your credibility. Uh I had to borrow your infrastructure, borrow your resources, borrow your money. And and I serve it up on a silver platter and say, what do I do here and how do I cut myself in? That's how I finally got into the multifamily game. And from then it was like, okay, I get it. How'd you do with that deal? Fantastic. Were you worried about, you still own it? Uh, no, we, we ended up selling. This was a long you time ago. You probably regret that. 100%. Right? I mean, I, I have a- 81, Nobody ever regrets selling I think a house. I have about three or four, 430 units in multifamily okay. right now. And then I have uh-huh. hundreds of units in single family. But yeah. my goal, obviously, is to be do more multifamily. And I own commercial buildings and stuff like where my businesses operate. Right, right, and, you right. know, the whole point of owning a business, in my opinion, is to own the real estate uh-huh. and have the businesses lease from you. and. Um, so I'm doing some of the power moves right, but when I come here and I'm masterminding with you for two days, and I start thinking like a lot bigger, yeah, yeah, I'm like I got to get way more aggressive, especially with the economy shifting. Right now is the time. Right, one thousand. Yeah. We're going to walk. I believe this is going to be the great. This is a real estate reset, and what happens is they, they reset everything. Like if you just study the last, just study decades. Every decade they they go for the reset, bro. The wealthy. These guys that have the top of the food chain guys that are worth so much money, unbelievable. They're like, hey, I want more. They're, they have endless appetites for more. So what they do is they just figure out who collected in the last cycle. It was a bunch of actually people like me went and collected assets. And they're like, you know what? Those guys collected enough. A lot of them made mistakes collecting. They over leveraged, got greedy, uh, offered their investors too much, took on too much debt. And we're going to go get that stuff back from ranch. And you you would maybe know a little bit more than me. What I'm seeing right now is you had all of these people over the last few years, this big run up, yeah. dive in and, and, and gobble up, maybe even overpaying multifamily assets. Yeah. And they put them in these short-term bridge loan type of yeah. scenarios yeah. where they thought, as long as interest rates stay low, I can do this for six, nine months, a year, year and a half. Um Stabilize the asset or whatever, refinance out, and then hold it. Now they can't refinance out. That's they right. got all these DSCR no, no, loans. They have to refinance down. Down. Yeah. And so, is that where you're seeing the big opportunity yeah, from you? Because you're you're so cash heavy. Are you just waiting for this implosion to happen so you can go well, scoop up all these deals? We tr- we we tried. We let a billion dollars worth of deals go in February of this year when things started changing. I said, let them go. We walked away from security deposits. Okay, mm-hmm. like literally, <clears throat> and. We borrowed, we, we overpaid for assets in the last two years. Like, you weren't shy about that. And I, was, were, I, I would still overpay for them because I own them. The difference between me overpaying, okay, and other people is I don't have a three-year cycle. They do. They have a three-year, they got a three-year loan. I have, I have like, I, I don't have any of these problems. I'm not selling this asset for 10 years. Maybe never selling these assets. So I just got to weather the cycle. And I have a lot of cash, so I can always pay down the debt. They don't. They took every one of their loans. We have 41 properties. Only five of them have adjustable. The rest of them have fixed money. These guys had three-year plans, so they couldn't put fixed money. That debt, they didn't, some of these guys didn't even have cap rates, meaning that it, the, 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 the interest rate is going to go from 2.8 to, who knows, maybe eight and a half. Worse than that, they're going to have to buy the debt down. Now, this is hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars worth of loans. I'm not talking about some guy that bought a single family home. The opportunity is not there today. I think the bigger opportunity there, the great reset is going to be in these 200 unit, 60 unit, 90 unit 
in your town in Indiana. Somebody did this, okay? Some guy went out, David, bought a 90-unit deal, put it on a two-year loan. I'm going to refinance, just like you said. And he woke up one day, and he's like, fuck, the interest rates are nine and a half, eight and a half, seven and a half, whatever. And he promised his investor 12%. So every year, he's got he's 21% behind every year. So he, he'll tap out and say, hey, uh, let's, I can't reset it. I don't have any cash. I don't have another business that flows me. And that deal is going to become available for the person that's connected to that network of people. I can't go buy it because I don't know anybody in Illinois or Indiana. It's not my market. But I'll be here to buy the stuff here in Texas and Carolinas. Where, where are your markets right now? Like, uh, where you are know, you focusing? Uh, Arizona. I love Arizona. Anything Arizona. There was hundreds of billions of dollars of loans that are going to come due there. They're not going to the bank or the auction like this old thing that Kiyosaki talked about, foreclosures. That ain't going to happen in this cycle. You have to be connected to the network. And the network is basically people like me that, that got in. I'm, I'm kind of an outlier. And it's a very closed network of people with private deals. So it'll be Utah will be great. Colorado is going to be phenomenal. I'm not there yet, but um, Arizona, Texas, you know, almost anywhere in Texas. It's going to be a reset, bro. Alabama is going to be phenomenal. Uh, all of Florida. There's going to be an opportunity for you guys to buy Florida. Some of these places, the Carolinas is going to be great. Georgia is going to be phenomenal. But it's going to be hundreds of billions, trillions probably, mm. of dollars of product. This is a chance for you to become a billionaire in 18 months. I'm going to need one of your shirts. Oh, trillionaire. You're, well, well billionaire? You, got, you got the trillionaire yeah, one. Yeah. I need the billionaire yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Well, as yeah. soon as we hit, we, just pass that over. We hit it. My, my office gave me this new shirt. I'm like, I, trillionaire in the making. I'm like, that's so stupid, man. That's ridiculous. So, you know what? Everybody keeps pushing me, though. So, yeah. That's I good. mean, you're talking, you're talking crazy all the time. Why, why not? You know, look, I mean, there's guys out there, uh, BlackRock, uh, the public doesn't even know this happened, but in March of this year, they, they wrote off 1.7 trillion. Is that right? 1.7 trillion? Yeah, I believe so. Dollars. I believe so, yeah. And nobody even reported on it. Nothing. Nobody knows it even now. That's, that's one of the largest real estate owners in the world. Why are they doing that? They're going to reset their valuations, come back to market and dump all that. This is how Wall Street works. They can reset the value, make it a public thing. They own all the media in the world, so they'll just cover the fucking mess up. And then they'll come back later this year and dump it and show a profit. Do you ever get, I mean, like, look, you've been taking heat. You and I could go buy a lot of those assets. By the way, none of the institutions are going to step in and buy right now. They're all gone, bro. Everybody walked away from the table. So it's only going to be aggressive little grunt, you know, driven little guys that want a chance to make it. I mean, I'm, I'm just like grinder, right? That's not Wall Street. Wall Street's not a grinder. Well, look, you've been taking heat forever. You're obviously confrontational. You speak your mind, but you're a great yeah. marketer. I, under, I, I watch as a, as a fellow marketer. I, I really enjoy the show, the good, the bad, all of it. Um, and I'm always rooting for you just because I love the underdog yeah, angle. Thanks, and and um, you're, you're very scrappy. And so it's like, do you ever worry like calling out the Black Rocks and these guys? I mean, like you're basically, you know, standing poking, there poking, poking them, bear. poking them, poking them, poking them. Like, well, it's not a good thing to do if you're going to stay small. But if you have what they want, they'll, they'll forgive you. So what, what we're doing is we're very strategic about collecting the kind of assets that they are forced to eat. Okay. They, they, they don't, like, no, no matter how big and powerful you get, you still have Achilles seals, right? Your, 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 your business plan becomes your business plan. You know, it becomes the thing that like, if I know your business plan, then 
I can participate in your business plan. So I can become a necessary evil to the BlackRock. Or, you know. Maybe they could buy you someday. Maybe. Or maybe we do maybe the flippy buy, dippy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe man. we do the flippy dippy and I make my big move, bro. Look, you don't think that these big giants can't fall. They have fallen. Like, all you got to do is go back hundreds of years, man. Hey, sorry for the interruption. I'm going to let you get right back to the episode. But I wanted to share with you something real quick that I think is going to help your business in a major way. A few years ago, I started a real estate mastermind, and we call ourselves the Avengers. It's an experiential mastermind. There's about 175 members. They're all super high level. They're all gaining skills and capabilities. Networking is off the charts. So if you're looking to get plugged into something that's going to really lift your business up in a major way, check out joinavengersmastermind.com. Watch the video that's on there, read all the information, and see if getting plugged into a mastermind would be right for you. That's joinavengersmastermind.com. Do you sleep well at night? Are you ever nervous? Come here, oh, look, you, you raised a billion dollars. Every day, bro. Have every you guys day. crossed a billion yet? Uh, not not quite, but we, we will before you, the end of the year. To raise, I mean, I had a big hang up there for years, and I think that was one of my I worry reasons. about I worry about everything, bro. I don't, I don't show it on camera. They don't know everybody thinks I'm all cocky and arrogant. Underneath all that is like, Always worried. First about other people's money. Because, like, you know, you see these haters and stuff online. They put out videos about you. Grant's going down. Grant's yeah, screwed. Yeah, Grant's yeah. going bankrupt. Grant's yeah, just, yeah. you know, and. Um, uh, I'm never in those interviews, though. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. They're, they're clickbaiters, right? So somebody saw me, hey, man, somebody said you stole, like, $1 billion. I'm like, uh, okay, but was I, in, was I in that? Was I in that interview? Because I don't remember that interview. No, you weren't. You, you got to have a ton of people crawling through your books and up your ass. Uh, yeah, the regulators essence. looking at everything. It's. I like, bought a house last uh, a year and a half ago in Golden Beach, right up the street here. I bought it in I think it was May, June twenty fourth. The SEC writes our office. They know everything I do. Like, forget these fucking clickbait dumbasses on YouTube, right? Telling some story from a distance. The SEC knows where every, they, if I buy a piece of art, they know it. I bought that house. The SEC sends us a subpoena for our, every one of my accounts. I told Sherry, I called my CEO and said, just put the SEC on our books. I just tell them to get on, get on all my accounts. I'll make them a, but my was, lawyer's like, that's a bad idea. But, <laughs> but I said, but I got nothing to hide. Like, if you don't steal money, if you don't steal money, if you take care of people, if you take care of your investor, if you got clean hands, you got clean hands. I'm like, okay, let's what do do whatever you want to do. The books don't lie. This is where I started. Real estate is you cannot lie around real estate. You can lie around crypto. This happened with uh, Sammy, your buddy. Okay, he'll go to jail for fucking forty years, mm -hmm. and he should. Uh, uh, Bernie Madoff can do it with paper because they're moving paper. But real assets, when we take money, when we raise $926 million, the whole $926 million gets converted to a bank account that I have nothing to do with. That money then goes and buys $3 billion worth of real estate. It's buried. It's gone. It's lost. The money's not there. You can't call up and say, I need my million dollars back. Okay, well, bro, that, that asset needs to trade. You knew when you did this, it was 10 years. That money is pushed off aside, illiquid. And we tell our investors, that money is not touchable for the next 10 years. Or until I decide. All right. So what, what, let's just say I'm going through a divorce. I'm maybe going through bankruptcy or something. I call you up. I'm like, Grant, I'm fucked. I need my money back. I'm well, if you're going out. for bankruptcy, you definitely don't want that money. <laughs> All right. Throw out bankrupt. I'm just, I'm fucked. I'm begging you. Grant, I need, I need my money back. Yeah. Well, then, then, you know, make me an offer. Okay. And let me see if I can, maybe I can do it. But, but here's a couple of complications with it. One is, um, you, I've already sent you probably... Let's say it was a million dollars. I probably already sent you $3 million worth of depreciation. 
Mm. I don't get that by buying you out. So where's my depreciation? Because when I buy something, I want the depreciation. You've already gotten the depreciation and now you want your money back. Okay, so make me an offer. Like maybe I can, if I can't buy it, I'm not, most of the time, I have cash to buy assets. Okay, I already bought that asset. I don't want to, why would I go buy it again? Maybe I would. So make me an offer. But look, if I make you an offer, if I tell you I'm willing to pay for it, that's probably not a good deal for you. I get it. So I would tell people, like I had a guy that he was uh, one of the internet um, guys selling stuff on the internet. <clears throat> we sell stuff on the internet. And he came to me, he says, look, I got a million dollars. You know, how much of it should I invest? I said, bro, there's only one answer. All of it. And he's like, I, 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 thought, I thought you'd say that. I'm like, well, why would, like if, I, if I'm going to tell you only invest part of it, it's because I don't believe in it. I said, if I were you, I'd invest all of it. Number one, because it's a partnership and you can't break partnerships. You say that all the time about, you know, tra- cash is trash. Yeah. But let me just finish the story, okay? This guy gets investigated by the FTC. They seized all his assets except one of them, the money he put with Cardone Capital, because he can't break the par- partnership. Mm. The FTC can't. IRS can't. Nobody can. Can't break a partnership to, to get money. The marriage, they can't break that partnership. It affects other people. Can he can he profit from it at the end? Uh, I don't know. It depends yeah. on we'll see how that later, plays out. Sooner or yeah. later, the FTC is going to stop. I mean, they don't seize least, money. Yeah, they don't seize gonna... money anymore the way they used to. But they used to. Is it the Federal Trade Commission? Yeah, they, they used to seize your freeze your assets. Now they can't do that anymore. But that's what they did with him. Um. Cash is trash. Yeah, you're yeah. Say. You're always yeah. you're always kind of like let you know get I mean, get it out, tra- put it to it work. Is, it is 100 trash. It's 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 a little more valuable in this moment. You That's know, what I was driving towards. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. way yeah. you can take advantage of some yeah, some but, good but, deals. But what you know what's what's the reason I say cash is trash is because you know it's the people you want, not the money you want. It's people. The right when you get a connection with people that have wealth. And they trust what you do. Your track record is worth more than your money. The asset's worth more than the money. Art's worth more than money. You know, almost anything is worth more than money, particularly people. So when I say, like, we're sitting on about um, 380 less 70, so 310 or something today, okay? I would dump, if I found the right deal right now. I also have $310,000. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and... and, and I would dump the whole thing. I would dump the all all 310 into the right deal. Right now, today, as we sit here. Because I know I'm going to go make connections with people that can replace the 310 again. And I know the right deal will always find another 310 or another 3 billion. Is there a, is there a limit? You mentioned the other no, day, there's no 50 li- billion there's 8 billion people. fund or some crazy number. Yeah, there's no, there's no reason to have a limit on it because... You know, I, I just need to watch what these other guys have done. If they can do it, I can do it. It's the asset, dude. It's not yeah. them. It's not their organization. It's who, not- who do you go to for advice? Like, who's in your top five people yeah. that you're reaching out to? And let's start with yeah. two levels. Grant Cardone, 10 years ago. Yeah. Grant Cardone today. Yeah. Well, my church helps me, man, more than anything. Like, well, that, that, my church helps me more than any single. You never even talk about it. Yeah, because I'm not here to promote my church, you know, so so it's not my job to promote. It's my job to get me in the best condition. And that's where I always go. Every time there's every time there's like like a reset, COVID, fears, concerns like inflation, man. Inflation should be everybody's concern. Warren Buffett says nobody understands this concept. 
So I'm like, okay, well, I need to go spend some time in a quiet place where I can study what this means. What does it mean to me and my family that things would be inflated? I don't, I don't know what that means. They didn't teach But your church that. actually yeah, because has I, the, yes. the education around that? Yes, because it's the only church, dude, that actually like handles more than just the dogma of faith. It's a practical, it, it, it's a, it's a, the, my church. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've yeah. only seen videos of people holding on to like buzzers and stuff or something. Yeah, well, that's not a buzzer and, and that's just weird, right? So that's just bullshit propaganda. But the, the, the thing is, it, it's an opportunity for, why can't I understand everything? As a spiritual being, why, why would I not be able to understand anything and everything? Why are people getting out of uh, uh, high school and understand nothing? Because the system failed, dude. People don't know how to read. They don't know how to study. They don't know how to learn. They don't know how to apply anything. The, my, my church is an applied religion. It's me applying something to my marriage or to my business or, or, or to my non-understanding or to my lack of confidence. So I didn't mean to go there, but I'm just going to No, I'm actually fascinated by yeah. it because, you know, it's like it. I have a lot of friends. Obviously, Arizona heavily Mormon. I didn't know that, that Arizona was heavily well, yeah. Mormon. Well, yeah. You know, because and they're, they're Mormon. And they're very, See, they have an unbelievable workout. That, that's what I was going to say. They're very successful. They do heavy collaboration within each other. The yeah, money stays yeah. within the ecosystem, you know. Um, they're, they're, I, they're, they're, they have financial intelligence. A lot of financial literacy. A lot of financial literacy. Yeah, so there's, all right, there's so other cultures. So when you're yeah. in, but when you say that, is it because the network within your church or is it? No, no I mean, like me, it's one, one, it's me, man. Like, like everybody talks about, hey, who do you go to advice from? First person I go to advice from is me, bro. I'm stuck with me. So this me. is just an insane personal development program. What do, what do I know and believe? Not, not, I can go to Bob. Bob's a billionaire and, and Bob's done great things, but it's, he knows it. I got to fix me first. So that's where I would tell people about who you're going to go to. The first person I consult is Grant. What do I need? What are my liabilities? What are my assets? What do I know? What do I not know? What do I need to learn? Who do I need to meet? So the second thing is going to be like, okay, who in this space? Like my mentors are typically not people I spend time with. They're people I study from a distance. I can't get enough time from Warren. I've had dinner with him. I had dinner with him uh, maybe eight months ago. But how long is that going to be? Like an hour, 45 minutes? You know, it's going to end. Dana White, I spend time with Dana White. I mean, what Dana White has done is freaking crazy. Who he's connected to is even more insane. But how much time do I get with him? An hour, two hours? I, I need to study but, people. But, but I, do you have close friends that you consult with or collaborate with? Or is that more like within the Cardone world? Yeah, it's more, more in the Cardone world. But, but like, uh, uh, you know, let's see, maybe 14 years ago, I spent three months with a guy that had just sold his company for $4 billion. That was very meaningful for me. So I don't want 90 minutes from people. I want like, hey, let me just hang with you, dog. Let me hang with you, have coffee with you. Let me now. Now to do that, you can't call a billionaire up and say, "Hey, can I just hang out with you?" It's gonna be like weird. And if he accepts, it's even weirder. So it's like, what can you He's like? Get? Sure, come to my island. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So it's like, hey, what can you offer that person? So that then you need assets. You need something he doesn't have or she doesn't have. And so um, this guy, I basically, you know, took care of this guy for ninety days, bringing him around the world. With, with, and wanted nothing. But the thing he did show me one day, he's like, hey, Grant, what do you want from? We had been together a couple of weeks and we, we were on this, this cruise in, in the um, um, Mediterranean, not the Mediterranean, the uh, wherever uh, Puerto Rico and all that stuff is, uh, Caribbean. So 
He's like, what do you want? I said, brother, let me tell you what I really want. I want to see your checking account. I was freaking like, I hadn't hit it yet. And I'm like, I just want to see what it looks like to have a lot of money in a bank account. He's like, yeah, sure, man. Here's my statement. Threw his statement over. It was $436 million in a checking account. I'd never seen that number before. I was like, in one account. Then there was a big Schwab account. I don't know. It had like 800 million in it. I was like, oh my God, it's real. That's what I had. I didn't have envy. I didn't have, it's too much. I didn't have, oh my God, that's terrible. I had, fuck, it's real, dude. I had never seen it before. It was like his statement. He was in front of me and I was like, this is possible. And that moment, everything shifted for me. That, that 190 seconds was worth everything because it became real to me. Another reason why I like real estate is because it's real. Like I'm not a big believer. I'm not a big trusty guy. I like real shit. I've had something similar happen. A friend of mine exited his business for $2.4 billion. Yeah. And I called him up the next day, and he got the money, and I said, can we just stare at, at the bank account? Did, did, yeah. Really, man? Yeah. I and I, and I, said, I said to him, this is what's great about the story. I said, you know, obviously, by the time you're building a $2.4 billion, you're already wealthy. You're doing well. Yeah. But I said, what are you going to do? What's, what are you going to do with this money? And I shit you not, his aunt, he was dead serious. He goes, you know what, Cody? I've been thinking about this for a long time. Uh-huh. I've been eyeballing a new set of golf clubs for months. Dude, that's crazy, And I'm like, man. what? <laughs> You're going to buy Let golf clubs? Let me get those for you. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to buy golf clubs. That's what I'm going to do with this money. And it insane. blew my mind. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Uh, but- all right, so you're building this massive empire right now. I mean, like, you're- educated. What would you do if you had $2 billion, a $2 billion score? What would you do? Once I crossed over $20 million, not much change for me. Like, uh-huh. if I go $25 million, I, I don't know. I haven't, I've never made hundreds of millions. Right. So, right. I, heard, I heard Andrew Tate said that after $20 million. I said, well, it's because you've never had any real money, Andrew. I've never had any real money. Because he, he's like, man, after $20 million, nothing changes. Bro. I mean, I'm Trust definitely me. getting the jet. That, that's by far going to be Every, my most thing. Everything changes. Yeah. Every, everything changes. When you go from $20 million to $200 million, $200 million, like, everything changes. And then you realize how little you actually have. Oh, I believe that. Because all of a sudden, damn, everything becomes here's, possible. Here's my it's thing, still Grant. out of reach, dude. It's insane. Here's my thing. And I've said this <laughs> in other podcasts. Like, my most impressive friends are not, and I have a lot of friends with jets and, and cool cars and houses all over. Yeah, yeah. My most impressive friends are like Cole Hatter, who owns an orphanage. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, you're making your money matter. Like, this is really cool. Like, you're, yeah. you're weaving it. In yeah, I love Cole. Part. I love Cole and his wife. Yeah, such good people. But, you know, going down... And actually being in his orphanage and then seeing all the land that we're buying next to the orphanage right. and the expansion of this impact that he's making. Yeah. And we're obviously trying to help as much as we can. That I think that's what I'm going to do with my money. I'm going yeah, tr- yeah. to try to like- You're still going to have some left over, I'll, bro. Oh, I'm definitely okay. getting a jet. And Trust a, me. Some cool cars. but Yeah, yeah. Uh, and some golf clubs. And some, some new golf clubs. <laughs> so you're building this empire. I, I'm watching now this expansion in you're doing education, you're doing 10X Health, you're doing- which, by the way, I need a commission. I brought my boy Eric Spofford to the table at our last mastermind, okay. and he bought. I, I went over to his house yesterday. He's got all your 10x hell shit everywhere. I'm like, this has to be two hundred thousand dollars worth of shit. He goes, oh yeah, easy. at least. And I said, I, I'll get you I some said, golf clubs. Where, where's bro? my damn commission? I'll get, I'll get you some golf clubs. <laughs> yeah, 10x golf clubs. Uh, but um, yeah. So what's the what's the overall game plan here? And you know, I I well, know you're this, doing something massive coming up. Yeah. In January, one of the 
most legendary, massive thing. And you always, when you said something at our, at our last mastermind about like, hey, we're going to fill a stadium and then your whole team gets behind it. Then you do it. Yeah. And now everybody believes. Now you're setting the bar even higher to do something massive in January. Yeah, yeah we're going to have a million people online. I'm going to do this. I think it's the perfect time of the year to do it. People are resetting their, you know, their year. Also, we're going to be walking into a terrible, terrible economy. This is going to unveil itself as time goes on. It's going to get really, really bad for people. So I think the timing of a new year and a bad economy, uh, I want to be able to give back to people to show them, hey, man, this is what we could do for you and your family. This could be a reset, a pivot. So you're putting on not a, a setback. Just, just so everybody listening or watching knows what I'm talking about, Grant and his team, as they're masterminding how they're going to take over the freaking world, they're putting together something called the Unbreakable Challenge. And this is a free five-day challenge for anybody watching. There will be a link somewhere near this video or this podcast. Um, or, uh, yeah, anyways, we'll, we'll make yeah, sure be a you, have, you have access to it. But anyway, it's a free five-day challenge. We've been kind of masterminding behind I the I think scenes. there's going to be, I think we end up with more than a million people because of your involvement, your trust with your community, and some other people we're working with. And that, that people are going to actually get turned away. So I would, I would tell people, like, if you're going to do this, register right away. Get your name in the hat. Because the Internet still is not capable. This metaverse concept that you can just push as much data as you want through a network is not true. You can't. I still can't get Siri to understand what the hell I'm saying, man. We're a long way from the metaverse, bro. So you're going to get a million-plus people yeah. on a five-day challenge in Look, when I and the reason I brought up the expansion and all the businesses, you have like what twenty five businesses right mm-hmm. now that you guys are scaling. Um, I'm watching Brandon Dawson and what you guys are doing there. You guys went from like zero to seventy plus million dollars in three years. Like it's insane, it's insane. the scalability. How you're able to just like and breathe that, on that, that that'll happen faster in this reset than it happened in the good times. But the process you put a company through, whether you're brand new and yeah. trying to start and get, get yeah. going, or you're already doing $3 million or $30 million, you come in and you breathe your systems, your processes, yeah. your strategy, your marketing energy, your team, your SOPs on a business, and it just goes Poof. Yeah, or an individual. Like every, is every, that what we're talking this about is what in this challenge? Hey, what do you, who do you go to? I'm like, first thing I do is go to me, right? People that are, maybe you're a waiter or a waitress or you're you know, you're an Uber driver or you're a CEO of a company. It's not really any different. It's still you limiting you. So the, the five things we cover in those days is like, where do you want to go? Not, not, this isn't motivation. It's like, what's the destination? What's the target? Most people just simply have the wrong target. Uh, most small businesses in America break even or lose money because they have the wrong tar- target. They're just like, I just want to make 70 grand out of my business. I want to own my business. I want to be the boss. The boss of what? You know, and so so first thing we do is fix the target. What is the target? This reset is going to be create massive opportunities. This is where wealth is created in very short periods of time. Anybody can get this wealth because the big money is going to sideline. It has to sideline because it's public. A little more complicated, but they're public, so they have to be careful. Okay, and you don't. You need to take risk right now. So number day one, we talk about what's the target for 2023. If you're making 10 million, want to take you to 100 million that year. If you're making 10,000, I want to take you to 100 grand that year. If you've never saved money, I want to, I want to, I'm going to see if you can find your first real estate deal and bank a million dollars in the first 12 or 18 months. Like that's possible if you know what the target is. Second thing, we got to we actually have to market that yourself. You cannot do this and be invisible. Money money does not move to you know 
blank spots in the universe. It moves to where the attention is. So we're going to show you how to get attention for your brand. Everybody's got a brand. And, and Cody's got one. I have one. And the more I can personify that brand, the more you can personify yours uh, without money, by the way, because of social media. Third thing is how do I start selling, monetizing this? Like, you know how I believe people should monetize. I believe you should make set up a landing page today, make money today. You could actually make money like the, before your, the idea even has a product created. And you've seen me do that. And this is not, it's not private. I'm very transparent. I'm going to share everything that we do inside to, to we've done a billion dollars worth of sales over the internet. It has nothing to do with real estate. That's outside the real estate. So I can teach anybody how to do this. Well, all we do is show you what we did. You do what I did. That's what's going to happen. And the fourth thing we're going to do is, hey, how do you communicate this to your people around you, your family around you, an audience, a new audience, um, so, so they'll support you and, and get behind you? So over the course of five days, we're going to take somebody, whether they're brand new or more experienced, we're going to show them the exact strategies that you're implementing in your companies yeah. to start and scale. How to, how to 10x anything. You're, you got 10 units, how to get 100. You got 10 million, how to get 100 million. You got nothing, how do I 10x nothing? I'm excited for this. Yeah. I want, I want to play as strong a part as I possibly can. I know you know, you get will. behind, you know, and, and, and look, you said something about brands. It makes a lot of sense for me to attach my brands. Yours and, and mutually, yeah. So you know, it, it, to, to, the collaboration. To, to. I like this new grant, by the way. You do this fun, this fun collaboration grant. Yeah, so you're yeah, a fierce yeah. competitor for so long, and like I'm seeing you evolve. And by the way, for everybody, Grant's actually a really soft, nice guy. Like he, yeah. he, he, he rolls around as a fierce competitor, and you are yeah. like you are, and you're you're not you're not you know you'll tell people right up front like I'm going for mine. Yeah, yeah. However, not, if yeah. there's collaboration and synergy and alignment, yeah. then yeah, as, as hard as I'll fight for me, I'll fight for the guy next to me. So I love that. I want to end this strong, man. I, I, everybody wants to know one thing, and this is the most important question. And you can't pick your family. Okay. Okay. You're trapped on a deserted island for yeah, one yeah, year. Yeah, you yeah. have to choose out of these three people who you're going to bring with you. Jordan Belfort. Uh huh. Tony Robbins. Or Cody Sperber? Dude, 100%. Not even a question. They wouldn't even be on the list. Tell me why. Well, bro, first of all, me and you could have more fun together. Two, we're going to do more good. Three, you know, you're not a scam, bro. And you're not a snitch. You know, and you're not a criminal. And you're not going to ask me to walk on fire. So, you know, I'm going to be like, hey, bro, I told you I was trapped on the fucking island, but the truth is on the other side is my 300-foot yacht. Let's go fucking party. Let's go. Let's go. I love that answer. Hey, hey you're going to be here January, right, to support your team, the people that, that, that come in? One million percent. I'm fully involved. I'm, I'm, I'm backing it all the way. I told you and Jared, and by the way, I love Grant's team, phenomenal team here, um, the reason I'm so passionate about this, besides the market shifting and I see what you guys are actually doing, um, you guys do what you say you're going to do. Yeah, always. And that's like my favorite thing about you. You could be tough. You could be aggressive. You could be expanding and, and dominating. But the fact that you actually do what you say you're going to do is important to me. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, those are the Dude, people Dude, it's that easy to cry on Instagram and tell everybody how you want to save the world and help everybody and feed everybody. But what do you really do every day with your team? Yeah the people around you. I'm the same guy all the time. I'm just the same guy. I don't, I don't pretend to be somebody else. I'm not going to start crying to get people to love me or 
to fund something. Like we've raised $125 million for charities. Like I don't, I don't go around telling people that, but that we've done that. I can't, you can't do that if you don't have money and you can't do that if you're not trusted by the people. Also in the real estate game, you can't get real estate deals if nobody knows you and you can't get them if they don't trust you. You can get them without money and you can get them without credit and you can get them without experience, but you got to get the deal because the deal, like I, I promise you, man, you, you, you should own the next time me and you meet, you should own at least a thousand units. They do I mean, not that's stress you out. Yeah, that's the goal for sure. And, and maybe 2000, bro, about, maybe 2000. What do you think about right now building from the ground up? I don't like it. So you want to buy already like existing because, assets? Yeah, because it's like, why would I take that risk? Well, I'm a builder. Okay. You know, so. Maybe you want to give up that title. Yeah. Okay. You know, my, my daughter says she's a 13-year-old. I said, well, you're going to have to give that title up at some point. <laughs> you know, bro, I was a drug addict. You know, and somebody said, when are you going to give that up? So I've never met builders that got really rich. I met a lot of them that went broke, though. And I met all of them were stressed. I've never met a builder that didn't have stress. Mm. That's real. Well, I'm now officially no longer a builder. And uh, I'm now going to. Last thing uh, I'll <laughs> say is the CEO, the CEO of. of it's the, a great talk. The Thanks C- for the pep talk, Grant. The CEO of Coca-Cola <laughs> last year made $50 million. Warren Buffett, the number one investor of Coca-Cola, made $500 million. And you know Warren's got less stress than the CEO. So, you know, I wanted to be a boss at one point. Somebody said, when are you going to give that up? You don't want to be a boss. You want to be an investor. Cody Spurber. Meet, meet we're gonna, the, we're gonna meet the new that, Cody Spurber. Hey, guys, thank you for watching this. Thank you, Grant, for your time. We should, we should do this again. I like this. Anytime. I'm, I'm gang. Let's go. If you like this, uh, you guys know what to do. Make sure you uh, review the podcast, like, subscribe, do all the fun stuff. That's all we got. Let's track his progress, but hold his ass accountable. Um, yeah, please do. To become a billionaire. Uh, I need the shirt. Till next time, we're out of here. Take care. Come here. Peace.